and shop, devoid of the studied coquetry and calculated glitter that makes so gay a show on the counters and shelves of the modern apothecary. But Francis liked the old chemist and believed in the scrupulous purity of his drugs. The medicine was sent in due course, and I saw that my brother took it regularly after lunch and dinner. It was an innocent-looking white powder, of which a little was dissolved in a glass of cold water. I stirred it in, and it seemed to disappear, leaving the water clear and colorless. At first Francis seemed to benefit greatly. The weariness vanished from his face, and he became more cheerful than he had ever been since the time when he left school. He talked gaily of reforming himself and avowed to me that he had wasted his time. "'I have given too many hours to law,' he said, laughing. "'I think you have saved me in the nick of time. Come, I shall be Lord Chancellor yet, but I must not forget life. You and I will have a holiday together before long. We will go to Paris and enjoy ourselves, and keep away from the Bibliothèque Nationale.' I confessed myself delighted with the prospect. "'When shall we go?' I said. "'I can start the day after tomorrow if you like.' "'Ah, oh, that is perhaps a little too soon. After all, I do not know London yet, and I suppose a man ought to give the pleasures of his own country the first choice. But we will go off together in a week or two, so try and furbish up your French. I only know law French myself, and I am afraid that wouldn't do.' We were just finishing dinner, and he quaffed off his medicine with a parade of carousel, as if it had been wine from some choicest bin. "'Has it any particular taste?' I said. "'No, I should not know I was not drinking water.' And he got up from his chair and began to pace up and down the room, as if he were undecided as to what he should do next. "'Shall we have coffee in the drawing-room?' I said. "'Or would you like to smoke?' "'No, I think I will take a turn. It seems a pleasant evening. Look at the afterglow. Why, it is as if a great city were burning in flames, and down there between the dark houses it is raining blood fast. Yes, I will go out. I may be in soon, but I shall take my key. So good night, dear, if I don't see you again.' The door slammed behind him, and I saw him walk lightly down the street, swinging his malacca cane and I felt grateful to Dr. Haberden for such an improvement. I believe my brother came home very late that night, but he was in a merry mood the next morning. I walked on without thinking where I was going, he said, enjoying the freshness of the air enlivened by the crowds as I reached more frequented quarters, and then I met an old college friend, Orford, in the press of the pavement, and then, well, we enjoyed ourselves, I have felt what it is to be young and a man. I find I have blood in my veins, as other men have. I made an appointment with Orford for tonight. There will be a little party of us at the restaurant. Yes, I shall enjoy myself for a week or two, and hear the chimes at midnight, and then we will go for our little trip together. Such was the transmutation of my brother's character, that in a few days he became a lover of pleasure, a careless and merry idler of western pavements, a hunter out of snug restaurants, and a fine critic of fantastic dancing. He grew fat before my eyes and said no more of Paris, for he had clearly found his paradise in London. I rejoiced, and yet wondered a little, 
for there was, I thought, something in his gaiety that indefinitely displeased me, though I could not have defined my feeling. But by degrees there came a change. He returned still in the cold hours of the morning, but I heard no more about his pleasures, and one morning as we sat at breakfast together, I looked suddenly into his eyes and saw a stranger before me. "'Oh, Francis!' I cried. "'Oh, Francis, Francis, what have you done?' And rending sobs cut the words short. I went weeping out of the room, for though I knew nothing, yet I knew all, and by some odd play of thought I remembered the evening when he first went abroad, and the picture of the sunset sky glowed before me, the clouds like a city in burning flames, and the rain of blood. Yet I did battle with such thoughts, resolving that perhaps, after all, no great harm had been done, and in the evening at dinner I resolved to press him to fix a day.